Hey everyone, welcome to Community Roots, a place where we gather in community to talk about mental health so we can travel the journey of life together. I'm Samuel Richards. I'm Julie Richards. I'm Sarah Wakefield. And we did mouth exercises before this episode, and I feel like it's really <laughs> paid off. <laughs> Not even just mouth exercises, also the stretching and the <laughs> all the behind the scene things of if only you all had a video being right. able to see the faces and the pictures, but Future we just wanted Patreon. to include you in and help you to feel part of the community here. I will say, Mom, in the future, the bear horn was a little bit much. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> uh, no. Um, so uh, it's good to have everyone back on the show. Uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's uh, Off the Beaten Path and stuff like that. Um, I'm excited to talk about today because we're going to talk about some holiday help, but we're going to do it in a trail mix way, um, which uh, is always fun. I enjoy our trail mix episodes. Um, maybe this one is candy corn and. Oh, make it a holiday version. There yeah. you go. Nice. There you go. I like <laughs> the that. <weirdest> combo. <laughs> so to remind people what trail mix even is, if you're new with us, a trail mix is a chance to have a little bit more sharing, a little bit of life experience, journal reflections, group therapy on a lighter note, um, but just kind of getting to know a little bit to process more of the content that we sometimes cover in a typical community roots session. So um, it's kind of bringing it to a level of application and reflection and dialogue and conversation and sharing. So it's been fun to have a few of these trail mixes and it's about time that we do it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> Uh, so we were talking about uh, Thanksgiving was the holiday that we just passed. We're about to have so many more in December, I'm sure, from the from a various cultural standpoint that people have different holidays that they celebrate, different backgrounds, cultures, faith traditions, various things that you've got coming up. But it tends to be a time of year that we gather and that we spend time with people, family, friends, loved ones. And of course, that sets us up for lots of being triggered <laughs> because when we get all those personalities in the room and we tend to feel a little bit more tired, overstretched, stressed in our own lives, um, that tends to put us in a vulnerable position where things often come up things that either remind us of something or it stirs emotions up like being overwhelmed or possibly sad or angry or scared or stressed. And I just wondered, Samuel and Sarah, like if the Thanksgiving holiday brought you any times of those emotions or awarenesses of being triggered. I will say that I feel the holidays are always loaded, especially now when you're an adult and, you know, when you're a kid, you see the, you see the world through, I saw the world through a different lens. And then because of how life goes, my whole world has flipped from what it was as I experienced in my foundational years. So when I first got to know holidays, how I knew holidays then in my most but like as a youth, you know, to how I understand holidays now, it feels like a complete 180. And 
the holidays were nice. I've had, to, but I've had to let go of expectations. As a kid, it was okay. Every year, like Christmas comes great. But before Christmas is Thanksgiving. And this is how we do Thanksgiving. And we did it the same every year for like 20 years. And then things started to change and they weren't that anymore. And I experienced the loss of how things were. And now things are really different from what I had. Um, well, I guess 20 years ago. And those expectations of how Thanksgiving should be, and I use should in air quotes because I shouldn't all over myself. I shouldn't, shouldn't all over myself. And I expect <laughs> that's a double shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't, shouldn't. <laughs> yes. I really wanted my Thanksgiving to be like it was when I was a kid and I felt mm. safe and I knew what to expect. And there was a program to how things would go. And ever since, um, Basically, you know, when I got married, things changed. I was dividing my time between two households. And and now, you know, with my parents divorced, I'm dividing time between two households. And how do you do that? And it's just not the same anymore. And it's not the and the nostalgia kicks in really hard. Mm. Um so letting go of expectations and which is really difficult, let's be real, was has been a key to enjoying the holidays or at least Thanksgiving, um, to say, okay, this isn't how I dream of it being, but it's how it actually will be. And I will allow it to actually be what it is. I think that also pertains to people, allowing people to be who they actually are instead of who you want them to be. Um, so I, you know, I had a couple of moments, um, of profound sadness, but I also had some moments of what I think when I look back um, will be beautiful moments. I'm just still in the processing stage, mm. if that makes sense. Well, and definitely as things are happening, we can't possibly process them all as they are in real time, because there are so many layers and dynamics in the room with each person's emotions, energy level, focus level, um, things that we're reminded of, or that we get kind of taken away, swept away into moments from the past worries about the future. Like there's just humanity is so complex and so, um, multidimensional that, how could we possibly process all of that in the moment? You know, like it is a matter of becoming more aware and noticing what's coming up, noticing our thoughts, our feelings, our body sensations, what, where our mind goes to things like that, you know, having more awareness of that and then being able to do what we're doing today, which is pause, take a trail mix, get, you know, kind of check in with yourself and to say like, what did that stir up in me? What was that about? And that's what you're talking about. Like you don't have full awareness of it now either necessarily, but you might have little bits and pieces of it. No pun intended on the trail mix theme, but you might have little <laughs> bits and pieces of it. Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> I, um, I can see a lot. Uh, for me, this was an interesting year 
because in some ways, so this was, you know, a Thanksgiving without grandpa, which is hard because uh, we've been doing Thanksgiving with him for, um, you know, a while now. And, you know, just grandpa being a part of my life and stuff like that. And so there's a little bit of that feeling of loss and some kind of just memories as well. Like the nostalgia hits you hard, as you said, Sarah. Um, and so there are like small moments like that, that I was feeling some of that mm. loss. And at the same time, I mean, I've changed so much since I was younger that I'm ready for some more changes. <laughs> and um, just kind of how we deal with stuff in terms of, you know, some traditions I might want to change or some, um, you know, uh, different styles I would like to have or different locations. And <clears throat> um, the uh, and so that also came up in some ways that I, I also think that, I don't know if that's because of my ADHD or just my personality, but one of the things that I just like to keep, I like to change my experience up from time to time. And um, yeah, and then the last thing, because I was actually thinking about this trail mix during Thanksgiving, so I was a little bit prepared. <laughs> uh, it was on the back of my mind. And not about these particular questions, but just being more aware of what I was thinking and feeling. And um, one of them, too, was I was trying really hard to be present in the moment because I was feeling that the whole family doesn't get together as often as I would like. And it's been a while since everybody's been together in a big way like this. And so I and at the same time, we do make good time for it. But it was just also kind of, you know, I was trying to understand that I had a limited I have a limited number of Thanksgivings in my life and so I should enjoy this one because it's another great opportunity to spend it with my family and so those were kind of the three big things for me you know at least being in the moment is you know the nostalgia the grief as well as the kind of well I had three I've had mushroom gravy five times in November. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a lot of mushroom gravy. <laughs> so there are a couple things that I was ready to kind of, okay, let's move on. I've had on. enough of that mushroom gravy as much yeah. as we love it. <laughs> um, And, you know, there were some good moments. And these are just notes about our, our, Christmas, our Thanksgiving. But there are some moments of pause that we could totally have interjected new traditions and stuff. I was thinking about Just Dance. I should have hmm. brought that out and because Did that, that on family vacation. Yeah, exactly. And so um anyway, fun ideas for next year. But I, I'm also I'm I'm also excited to, you know, have different themed Christmas or Thanksgivings or just kind of, you know, switch it up so it doesn't feel like, you know, we have Christmas coming up. And that's I think for me one of the most iconic with just you know the christmas season at this point is two months long and so there's a lot of stark imagery around christmas and so you know um i don't know uh i'd, I'd be i think it'd be fun to practice some different traditions uh uh 
and stuff stark like that. imagery tell me about that oh it's just it it evokes an image you know if i put mm-hmm. santa claus in front of you there's a mm-hmm. million images that come along with that you know a tree presents reindeer maybe a, a christmas story maybe for you it's elf you know it, it's it's something that evokes a strong you know if somebody shows me a heart i don't necessarily think of valentine's day i think mm-hmm. of something around love or not mm-hmm. necessarily a particular mm-hmm. day but yeah you're saying that like there's a lot in even a couple months span to what meanings and images and reflections right. all tie into this whole season so to speak not fall winter season but like november december right season the holidays <laughs> the holidays and all that that means for people and i capital i am, t capital h yeah because i am very intentionally wanting to be inclusive to people who these aren't your holiday traditions or you do have other um other things that you celebrate i think it's fabulous to learn about the diversity i guess of different cultures and traditions and um, things that people do. So we don't want to be excluding anyone who feels like they don't really resonate with say Christmas or even Thanksgiving. I mean, if people are living in a different country that you're not accustomed to celebrating that, then we want this to be relevant to lots of different, um, gatherings, which is why I called them that earlier. So I'm going to share a little piece of the Richard's pie here growing up because mom will will think this is interesting. But (laughs) two two big things that I remember growing up is both a there was like a wreath of candles that mom had with a whole bunch of people from around the world holding hands. Uh Uh-huh. And there was also an advent wreath. Uh Uh-huh. An an advent wreath. And then the second was um, a book that we had of different Christmases from around the world. And different, really just winter celebrations. And there are recipes, there are different, like, hey, we bake this and we use this and that's what it means. And, um, and I mean, mom remembers my around the world birthday party. <laughs> that was epic. That was the best party we ever threw for a child birthday party. I think you were in kindergarten. Yeah, it was probably in first grade, of kindergarten, something like that. But mm-hmm. anyway, so... Yeah, that's where, oh, I don't know about this quote, and maybe we can dissect it here, but I was listening to Native American National Radio months ago, and they were talking about nostalgia and how it was actually dangerous because it always leaves you wanting something that's never going to come. And so I've kind of had that mindset around holidays the last couple of years, just, you know, why stay in the past in some aspects? And I don't know how you guys feel about that, but it was something that I that just came to mind with nostalgia is, I don't know, I, I can see how it could be perspe- perceived as a negative thing. I think from the standpoint, what that brings up for me when I think about the brain is that we can't just categorize things into what happened in the past as if it's over. Because we can resurface the emotion that we had at that time, and that can link us to things that are happening currently. 
and it has meaning for us and we can actually re-experience things in the same way. Like I think about when I was with my dad and his last uh, 48 hours of his life, I had no idea that it was going to be the last 48, 72 hours of his life. And I'm so thankful that I got to spend two or three days with him. And what I did with him in those times, he was in ICU and um, isolated. And so it was just myself with him and whatever nurse nursing staff came into the room. I kind of went back with him to different places in his life to, I played the um, pit fight song and he kind of lit up, you know, that he was like reliving that. And I asked him like, what vacations were you on in your life that were really meaningful? And he would tell me about, you know, we cruised to this place or this location. I said, dad, bring that back to mind because that would help him and bring him comfort while he's in ICU. Mm. He had felt so trapped. Like, I don't want to be in the ICU. I don't want to be ill and sick. And we didn't really use the language that he was dying. I never spoke that really directly with him, but, and, and part of the time I didn't even know he was like, I just knew that he was in the ICU, but from the standpoint of like something happening in the past, like the, him being in the pit band and playing that music as Mm -hmm. a college student or him going on vacation when his body was able to be on vacation I mm-hmm. could bring that back to his memory and his mind that would give him great relief and peace in the present where he yeah. felt distressed. So the idea of nostalgia being negative that you can't go back there. I don't think that that is really congruent with brain science, to be honest. That's kind mm. of my reflection on it, that things don't have to die. We can even like the strength and the wisdom that we gather from ancestors, you know, from from previous generations. Um, that's very common in native America, black community, all of that has such rich heritage behind it of like, this is what has been passed down as wisdom of things that other, um, ancestors had that we benefit from now on the flip side, it's also the trauma that was unresolved that we're still getting impacted by. So Mm -hmm. there it's much more complex and dynamic than I can sum it up that fast. But, um, I know that was a little bit of a bunny trail we took on that trail mix there Uh, with all of that nostalgia, but we still can be in some ways reliving things in healthy ways too, like to bring back memories of family connection, um, time together, time shared when someone passes away in some ways, we never lose that relationship with them because we're just learning to relate to them now, not being with us in, in the same room or, you know, being able to call them on the phone, but they're still in our heart. They're still very much part of our story. You know, we can still even, you know, have conversations or whatever to keep, reflecting and processing and sharing life. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, there's a lot there. Oh, I was going (laughs) to say so much there. Mm -hmm. We just could have five (laughs) episodes out of all of that. I just kind of put that in the old. Yeah. Yeah. I was organically allowing the trail mix to spill out of the bag, I guess. I don't know. And we're like looking at it all, but no, I, I agree. Let's actually, I'm going to write, I'm going to write down nostalgia and we should do it an episode on the future. Cause I think that put a pin in it is, and come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, 
good conversation. I can tell that there's a lot there and I'm, I would be excited to talk about it, but yeah, let's talk about the holidays and, um, bring it back to, I'm curious, like with you all, Samuel and Sarah, like, are there things about the holidays and it could be anything in the next month or two, um, that you are dreading? What are the things that are hard? Hmm. I'll, I'll start this one. I can see Sarah's thinking about it. Um, for me, I, and I think I felt it a little bit during Thanksgiving, wanting to be everywhere all at once mm. and trying maybe like not seeing my own boundaries or having to establish those boundaries a little bit harder. But I know that there are a lot of, you know, obligations and <clears throat> people view the holidays as getting together with family. And so there's kind of an expectation there that, you have to meet or else, you know, it's kind of insulting to the family member. <laughs> and so, um, that's no probably expectations here, Samuel. I'm just oh, saying as your sure. mom. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be with you when we can be with you, but there's no pressure. Yeah. Just in general too, you know, with, I know it's a real or... thing. Yeah. I'm definitely not discounting it, but I just like as a healing moment to say, like, I'm not wanting to put that out there towards. Yeah. As somebody who's, kids. In my phase of life, I have like multiple friend groups and different parties going on at mm -hmm. different times. And so to say yes to one, I'd be saying no to another or right. otherwise I'm going from place to place to place to place. You know what I'm saying? And, two and so, spent. Mm -hmm. yeah, and enjoying it and wanting to see those people. But it's just this mad rush the mm -hmm. three weeks leading up to, you know, the new year. Mm -hmm. Sure. So those are some of those that I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I would say the biggest thing I'm dreading. Um, well, so I mentioned this earlier with like Thanksgiving and expectations. And I tend to set expectations for myself and for other people. And I set expectations for other people without them knowing. So I guess there's dialogue about what my expectations are. And what I'm dreading is I'm setting, I've been setting up boundaries. I've been creating boundaries and working really hard on my own mental health. And some of that is saying no, that I won't be able to partake in this holiday thing. It's it, whatever it is. Um, I, I'm either overextending myself or I'm setting myself up um, to maybe be in a position that won't result in healthy dialogue. <laughs> like I'll, I know I'll be keyed up for mm. um, frustration. Um, I was also going to say I'm I'm really dreading the traffic. I'm dreading Ooh. everybody out there trying to buy gifts. And what I hate are gifts that are not mindful or intentional. So I have a lot of thoughts here about what I'm dreading. We have I'm a lot dreading... of pins to put in all of this. <laughs> a lot of pins. <laughs> uh, but. I guess what I want to say for everyone, because I know a lot of people, my circle has expanded to include a lot of people who are working on their own mental health. Mm. And a lot of them are dreading boundaries, the, the um, execution of these boundaries, mm -hmm. because the holidays are already kind of a, there's, there's a lot going into the holidays and expectations set by everyone else. And when you stand by your boundaries, 
during this time, a lot of people are going to be frustrated and upset. And it's the, if you, if you've got healthy boundaries, those are, you know, stick with them. Um, I'm going to have boundaries and I have to stick with them and it's going to be hard and people's feelings might get hurt. Um, but I don't want to come out of this holiday season feeling like the holiday season beat me up um, or exhausted from it. I want to be part of the spirit, this time now where it's a communal coming together of celebration. Mm-hmm. A lot of, there's a lot of holidays happening. And I do feel that like this is a great time for community. You know, there's a lot of community, mm-hmm. th- communal things happening um just within my own neighborhood and and then my global neighborhood so i guess i have one i'm dreading bound i'm dreading the implementation and the stand by my boundaries but we've got to do it um it's going to be hard but we've got to do it and two i hate this this bye, 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 everything. And everybody's going to be out there trying to get gifts so they can just give these gifts away. And we're just adding to the world's trash load. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I really want intentionality around everything. Mm. Um, it's a good and word. And then the third thing is just like, I'm dreading it being over. Because then you hit mm. January and January is like boring and dark and dreary and gloomy. And so I really love this time. So I will be leaving my lights up probably till March. Oh, me too. And, Connie and I, I already talked about that. Oh, We're really? Lights up until February, at least at least Valentine's Day. On a good note, the days get longer starting on right. what, December That's what 22nd. I, say. Yeah. I love focusing December on December 22nd is the mm-hmm. darkest day. Mm-hmm. And so it's the shortest day. And um, at least, but we're almost there. Yeah, <laughs> we're almost to that point. Where at that point, we're at the garage. top, and we we just have to yeah. walk back down in the snow. <laughs> yeah, and so like every day, it's gonna add a couple minutes, you know. And so, um, a couple episodes. Yeah, I know what you're saying though, but that's the hardest time. I think January through March is the hardest time. Which means we'll have to really step up on our podcast to offer the best possible support that we can, that we can walk it with you all. It's Mm. just going to be trail mixes of us crying, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Because that'll be good to come listen to. And you'll have deep breath every other week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, No, I think that's great. I think, you know, it is a time to be enjoyed as well. Um, a time that you can kind of enjoy the lights or trying to enjoy the small things. I think mm-hmm. what's good about boundaries is, you know, on this show, we've talked about it a lot. And it, I, I think it's like, you know, the more you exercise that, then this is when it pays off. This is like the mm-hmm. competition, you know. And something I wanted to say, too, that <clears throat> I think, see, I just like uh, having some positivity as well um but uh just the balance it out right right um i think that the holidays are a time of just big emotions and it goes both ways and rarely is it about you you know what i'm saying and so 
maybe that helps with the boundaries a little. That's at least what I'm going to remind myself, right? It is the nostalgia. It's the wanting like a picturesque sort of thing. And so to, to enforce your boundaries isn't a slight on them. It's just standing up for yourself and their reaction is, has a chance of just being larger because the holidays are a time of just big emotions. And people are complex. And people are complex. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued with so much more sharing and processing and being together in community. Yeah. Do we want to do a quick round robin of gratitudes? Just real quick. Oh, Um, yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah. You know, um, yeah. How about... It looks like Sarah and I have one. How about we do one? Um, and then we'll close off the show. Okay. I am grateful for Christmas lights. And um, they just bring a little bit of sparkle. And I love my Christmas tree. And I'm really grateful for my Christmas tree and my lights. And I just sit there and I bask in it. Yeah, I think we share that, Sarah. Um the the lights the um uh just the warmth that i feel from lights what got me actually i don't know if i mentioned this on a previous episode but uh candles they bring warmth yeah and light and so um it's kind of you know sometimes i mean i'm in an office building where they find ways to make light just torturous instead of Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know healing and warming and so to come home to like a candle or to have something at the dinner table that just kind of uh, highlights that is is fun but anyway thanks so much for joining us this week um I hope that you are in a safe place this holidays and that you are doing well. Um, you can always reach out to us, uh, um, communityrootspod at gmail.com, especially if you're going through some holiday stuff. We'd love to hear from you. But um, otherwise, stay tuned for some more episodes, and we will see you soon.